0: President Biden is suddenly focused on the border, but his approach is saturated in lies. I'm Sarah Carter on the latest Sarah Carter show. I'll also discuss Democrat Cory Bush calling black Republican Congressman Byron Donalds a prop for the GOP. Follow the Sarah Carter show wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Dana Lashes absurd truth podcast. So here's the story. Golly, help us all. The M&M people, the Mars candy people, are releasing an all-female pack. Celebrating women everywhere who are flipping the status quo. They said the package, they have their first ever pack of all-female M&Ms. Okay, I've got a major questions, because I didn't know that I was previously eating men M&Ms. Because I thought it was just candy. I didn't realize I was eating gendered beans. Was I consuming a confection-covered, colored gender bean every time I downed a bag of M&M's apparently. and I thought it was just candy well, I mean I didn't know we were you know having some franken beans and everything else going on here I mean what in the world so they said that they have limited edition M&M packs that feature its female characters C- Kane without close your eyes from it pretend well you've already seen the graphic do you know which M&M's are the chick M&M's because I wouldn't know
0: if not for the commercials and all the marketing pushing, I wouldn't at all.
1: And the in the way that they just dis- and apparently two of them are lesbians because it's very important for you to know how your candy has sex. Two of them are lesbians. Why? The brown M M&M and M and the green M M&M and M are lesbians, and the purple M M&M and M they say is plus size. this is so stupid! I can't. Guys, bye. Have a great night. We're done. It's got to stop happening. They've, I thought it was just that it was going to, see, you know what? The dude M&Ms, they never had these issues. They're like, it's a bag of candy. Shut up and eat it or don't. With this, though, it's like, well, these two M&Ms are lesbians. This M&M is plus size. Nobody cares because it's candy. They said that the green, brown, and newly introduced purple M&M the purple's the fat one. Is the, oh, sorry, plus-sized. Shut up. When have I ever been politically correct? I am not reading that out loud, Kane. Do not. They said supporting women and flipping the status quo. And to be t- super cringe, they put the women upside down on the package. Because, you know, flipping upside down, ha, ha, ha. And they said that the point is to show women are flipping how they define success. Which is some stupid word salad. And then they also confirmed that the, the green and the brown m M&M and are lesbians. And they had tweeted out that they were spending time together. So here's the ladies' candy. Th- oh, my gosh. This is so dumb. Why does this matter? Is there a... I'm sorry, but if there... No, I'm not actually at all. This needs to be said. If there's a woman out there who's so fragile that she just can't work and she can't define success and she can't do anything else... And then I saw this bag of candy and it changed my life. No one has ever said that. This is all virtue signaling to get earned ad, the, uh, earned media. That's all it is. It's free advertising for them because they did something dumb. And in part, we are feeding into it, but also I think this goes to show you how far bad, how far off our society is. I mean, you know who I really wanted for Speaker of the House? Smod. I wanted SMA as speaker of the house because SMA doesn't care about your lesbian chocolate candy. He only needs one huh? He only needs one appearance. He only needs one appearance. That's it. So the upside down packages mean to celebrate women who flip the status quo. What is the status quo? I don't even know what the what is it? The status quo is bitchy women. That is the status quo. So are they being less that because I don't see it? Do you see it? You can uh, you get a pass. You can say it. I don't see it. This is so goofy. Guys, you, you don't need stuff like that. Dudes do not need candy like this. Dudes do not need their candy to affirm them. This isn't even a difference between men and women. This is a difference between smart people and stupid people. Because smart people, regardless of their gender, do not need their candy to affirm their decisions. I just don't know. Am I really flipping the status quo? Let's go and see what my M&M's package says. Don't know I mean do you really feel Not seen in life unless You know that your two Pieces of candy You don't have sex a certain way Do you feel firm like I was really feeling alone In life then I realized That my favorite candies also Have sex a certain way so I feel so much See I feel seen I feel seen I feel it (laughs) They said that Purple they added last year, the fat one Sorry, the plus sized one Yeah, plus sized It's like fun size Oh my gosh It's not plus It's like you're getting something extra and you're not You're just getting more of the same (laughs) That's that's all it is (sighs) That's a mean trick, isn't it? (laughs) So (laughs) Somebody out there is going to get mad. And I don't care. It's 2023. And we're going to stop caring about your stupid triggers. I don't care. Yeah, Go to hell. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> if we had a, if we had an HR, you could report it to them, but we don't. So, <laughs> so they said that the, uh, I was going to say something about the purple one. Oh, yeah. The purple one was introduced in 2022 to promote inclusivity. I <laughs> just... <laughs> I would imagine just by being candy or being inclusive, right? So, uh-huh. The
0: plus size though doesn't lend to gender or any sort of sexual ideology. So, is it a woman?
1: Yeah, because the eyelashes.
0: Is oh, is that what it is? My hmm. bad.
1: I mean, normally, you're anything that stereotypes in terms of advertising to appeal to women is considered sexist. But if you want to put giant. Fake stripper lashes on an M and M character to denote that it's a woman. That's okay. Oh, yeah. I get. Uh huh. If so you uh huh. Confused. Sometimes. Yeah. Exactly. I bet. Yeah. So that's there's that. So I don't. Know. So you, now you have candy that you can. I'm made of jokes on this. And as our friend Michelle said, yes, you can tell that it's the all lady package because there are no nuts. <laughs> You're welcome. I, I'm just, there's so many, I, there's so many jokes. I can't, it, uh, one more thing. The flavor, people have been asking about this. Does the flavor change? I'm also made of a million jokes about this, which Kane has told me for the love of all things, holy, do not share on air. I'm just cautious.
0: That's all I am.
1: My first thought was that the flavor could be like The second thought was That it tastes like estrogen and bitterness So there you go Alright, I could go on and on I just think things like this need to be It's fun to make fun of dumb things And It is, I think it's, yeah It's dumb to make fun of dumb things and I just can't. I, I don't know why they think that this is. Isn't this kind of. Isn't this like sexist?
0: Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Haha, in my dentist's office And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick 5, brought to you by Caltech.
1: So the Supreme Court allows this WhatsApp lawsuit over Pegasus spyware to move forward. The Israeli company NSO Group Technologies is seeking to get away from a lawsuit from Meta, accusing it of using... WhatsApp servers to install spyware on 1,400 devices, and so they're allowing Meta to pursue this suit uh, against this company. They're saying that they access these servers, they put these and put spyware on people's devices. So that's going to kind of battle out in court, and we'll see where that goes. Uh, Congress voted to ban TikTok, but some goofballs are still using it. It's a CCP-owned and operated app. I mean, I don't even know why people use it for fun. I refuse to use it. I just will not bend a knee and open an account on this garbage but congress voted on a bill banning it this is back in december i mean there were democrats even saying that okay this is dangerous yet some of them still post on it like Illinois omar of minnesota and they said that oh because democrats want to use it to connect with what gen z voters but not even all of gen z is on tiktok there's a significant portion of gen z that absolutely hate tiktok and other social media things like that i mean they just they can't stand it they think it's cringy and it is i mean seriously I, I just don't get it there's so many of these DM apps out there uh also moving on here uh this is we're going to talk about this a little bit <clears throat> the fifth circuit overturned a trump era the trump era bump stock ban you guys remember this i've always said that this is about trigger engagement it was a thirteen to three decision. Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals in New Orleans ruled that bump stocks are not covered under the same machine gun law. So what that means is they're arguing that you can't say that bump stock isn't that any kind of device that uh, that like a bump stock. It's not an NFA item, and what that means is NFA's is National Firearms Act. And so you have. Full auto and silencers, suppressors, things like that, that are that are considered what they call NFA items. So that's a National Firearms Act regulation. And that's when you have to go get your tax stamp and do all this other stuff. So the court concluded that the ATF, which they did, rushed the process by quickly approving a rule to define bump stocks as machine guns in which they did not have the congressional authority to do so. So we're going to talk a little bit more about this because regardless of what I don't like bump stocks, I think they're stupid. Because I think it's a waste of ammo Ammo is responsive But I'm worried about the trigger engagement precedent That it establishes That has always been my concern over it And I just, you know And uh, U.S. safety agencies Considering a ban on gas stoves I will actually go in the streets for this This is because dumb progressive women Were, uh, were told that this was going to harm their babies These women don't even cook I bet they didn't even turn their stove on Stay with us I have a piece coming about this. I tweeted about it yesterday. I don't know if y'all saw it. Uh, It's a, it was in Houston. This guy's not charged with a crime, uh, but he's not being charged with a crime, but there was uh, a guy who went into this taqueria in Houston and he uh, was robbing victims. He like, he, he went up to him and uh, was armed demanding their phones any kind of jewelry watches their money at gunpoint many customers dropped to the ground handed over their stuff and then there was a good guy with a gun there and he drew down shot the robber nine times apparently one shot was to the head security footage captured it and then he picked up the stolen money and other belongings like the cell phones and handed them all back to the victims i mean this is like some pulp fiction stuff And it was about 1130 at night. No charges have been filed against the man, but they do want to talk to him. I know it's standard operating procedure to answer questions to police. And you always want to be very aware of what your uh, rights are in your because states do differ with a number of things. But this, I mean, this very much was a good guy with a gun. He stopped, I mean, who knows what. Apparent, and they, later they discovered, police discovered that the gun was fake. But when you're looking at the at the video of the robbery, you can't tell from the video. And if you're going to go around and point a gun in somebody's face, UFAFO, that's your issue. If it's, you know, I mean, you you, you can't blame the victims for thinking that the guy robbing them didn't really have a lethal way, an immediate lethal way of enforcing it. Especially, I didn't see no orange tip or anything like that on this when I was looking at the video. Was it a fake though? I mean, it was, police say that it they, the first report was that it was a plastic BB gun. That's what came in from HPD. So, I, I don't think the guy's in trouble. Clearly, he felt threatened by this. And he can say that, you know, he, he can absolutely say, it's, it's clear self-defense. Now, some people were saying, well, He left the scene. Like I said, I know it's standard operating procedure to not leave the scene. And when I've gone through defensive classes, they always say to answer questions and be the first person to call 911 and all of that other stuff. Because it does, again, and these things can differ state to state, but under Texas law, it's very important to know what your rights are. People thought it was, you know, a real gun. Now, lawyers would tell you, you don't have... I mean, there's not a legal obligation to to make you stay on the scene of a situation like that. But lawyers would advise you to stay there and answer questions because it is standard operating procedure. So I think he clearly acted in self-defense. But here's the issue, because there were people who were apparently... Like, some people were mad about this, which I just don't get. And I was tweeting about this yesterday. I mean... I always think don't ever try to, you know, complicate clear self-defense by, you know, doing something, you know, always be smart. And like I said, I think this guy, it seems like he knew his rights under Texas law. But here's the thing. Criminals are celebrated while law abiding people are demonized in in so many major cities across the country. So clearly it makes any reluctance that he might have to stay and answer questions completely understandable. Especially in Houston, don't they have a pretty aggressive DA, as I understand it, a pretty lefty, aggressive DA? I mean, here's the other thing. What did people, particularly in Houston, because the way I understand it, um, I had listeners telling me that this was a left-leaning area, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, the DA and who's the jurisdiction, etc. What did people think would happen when you adopt the rot of restorative justice with activist judges? who enable violent criminality and they enable high recidivism with reduced penalty after reduced penalty after reduced penalty at all at the expense of public safety. What do people think was going to happen? When prosecutors drop charges or they allow somebody to plead down to nothing or they just don't prosecute at all, when judges wrist slap, repeat violent offenders... When those who enact law and order remove the fear of penalty from violent crime, citizens are forced into a position to act, to defend themselves. And then later they're insanely excoriated for it by the very people who put them in that position. So... I, I mean, I wouldn't trust a DA with something like that. I just, because you never know, you could get somebody who's very, could get a socialist who's very uh, happy to litigate something like this. But, I mean, that's, I, I, like I said, I think this is a clear case of self defense.
0: With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Where does the radical left's beliefs on sex and gender come from? Pastor Alan Jackson explains. We had a sexual revolution, and then we implement birth control, Which was going to eliminate unwanted pregnancy. There would be no unwanted pregnancies. There would be no abortion. Immorality doesn't, that's not how that plays. The further we came from a biblical view of sexuality, the higher the abortion rates come. Let's put it this way they wanted orgasms without responsibility. Subscribe to Culture and Christianity, an Alan Jackson podcast on your favorite podcast app. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. It's time for Florida man,
1: (sighs) man. All right. So let's try this one. Some of these I can't even. Oh my gosh. All right. So this, let's just say two Florida men, uh, apparently, hang on, let me pull this up. Well, it was, a it was a landlord. He was arrested after locking his tenants in a garage and threatening to kill them. This guy also has one of the wildest mullets I've ever seen. And I've stared at this picture trying to figure out if it's a wig or not. Because it's, I don't know, it's gray and long gray stringy hair. But I mean, he, he's got a 20 head. It's not a forehead. Uh, uh, W.E.S.H. Channel 2 said that 66, 66 year old Lawrence Cohen was arrested after deputies arrived at his home and they found the victims locked into a garage. Volusia County Sheriff's deputies say the victims were able to dial 911 and explain the issue and deputies arrived on the scene. They said they spoke to Cohen through the door of the residence. He told them that he wanted the tenants out. They said that they told the the distraught deputy said they told the distraught landlord they would walk the tenants out. Cohen still refused. They had to finally kick in the door and try to arrest him. They had to tase him and put him in handcuffs because he was not going to comply. So he's arrested for resisting arrest and false imprisonment. I know. This is... Woo, boy. This is crazy. This is a deputy. Come on. A Florida deputy was found passed out behind the wheel. He had a .234 blood alcohol content level. A bag... A bag of whiskey bottles... And a beer in a koozie in a cup holder. In his cruiser. He was found drunk and slumped over in his agency-issued cruiser. Alcohol bottles, not just in the bag, the bag of whiskey bottles. That's a new one. They also had alcohol bottles all throughout the the vehicle. He was found unconscious in his Mark Cruiser uh, at an intersection. And he had stopped at a red light and fell unconscious. A woman walked up to the passenger side. She found him slumped over and asleep. She was the one who called nine one one, and of course they ar- arrived and he came too. And he he put it was going to put his cruiser in drive and realize they had him blocked in. So he was a little reluctant to step out, but that's wow. So he was. Here's the other thing too. They said that they. We're gonna drive his cruiser back home. That's when they found the beverages inside because he—they thought he was having a diabetic apparently thing, an, uh, issue, and yeah, and the beer was open and like I think there was three quarters of the way gone. Uh, all that st- So yeah, so he was, and then they did the blood alcohol. That was a guys. Come on, come on, come on, come on. That's so bad. That's so dangerous. You can't. Come on.
0: Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. President Biden is suddenly focused on the border, but his approach is saturated in lies. I'm Sarah Carter. On the latest Sarah Carter Show, I'll explain where Biden is wrong and where he is blatantly trying to deceive us. I'll also discuss Democrat Congresswoman Cory Bush, calling Black Republican Congressman Byron Donalds a prop for the GOP. And I'll tell you why you might want to stay away from me on the ski slopes. Follow The Sarah Carter Show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Why are so few singers protesting Hamas? Fire for Fightings John Andrassic has an answer. Talk to some managers and folks and, and I have and you know there's certain iconic artists that in other times would be writing these songs. I'm like, where are they? And they say, well, you know, they're scared, they're scared for their families. they're scared that their concerts will be protested. But those are the same arguments people used in 1938. Hear more on the Hollywood and Toto podcast The Right take on Entertainment. Find it on iTunes or your favorite audio platform.